This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com. Glenn Beck, The Blaze Radio Network. Martin Luther King and Malcolm X shared a common goal, seeking civil rights for black Americans. But they had very different philosophies about how to reach that goal. Malcolm X openly attacked MLK's strategy. The goal of Dr. Martin Luther King is to give Negroes a chance to sit in a segregated restaurant beside the same white man who had brutalized them for 400 years. The goal of Dr. Martin Luther King is to get Negroes to forgive the people who have brutalized them for, uh, for 400 years by, by lulling them to sleep and making them forgetting what those whites have done to them. But the masses of black people in America today don't go for what Martin Luther King is, is putting down. As you said in one of your articles, it's psychologically insecure or something of that sort. I forget how you put it. But you didn't endorse what Martin Luther King was doing yourself. Uh, I do not reject his goals of full integration and full equality rights for American citizens. Do you reject these If you goals? don't think that he's walking on the right road, I'm quite sure you don't agree that he'll get to the right place. And if you would classify uh, his method as uh, psychologically unrealistic, I think that uh, if a man's method is psychologically unrealistic, which means the road or the means or the method that he's using... For his part, MLK explained to critics like Malcolm X... Nonviolent resistance means that you do resist in a very strong and determined manner. And I think some of the criticisms of uh, nonviolence or some of the critics fail to realize uh, that we are talking about something very strong. As Bishop Lowe of Birmingham's Guiding Light Church reminds us, it wasn't just Malcolm X who was strong and an outspoken critic of MLK. He would be uh, uh, ostracized and condemned by many, uh, many black people because the latter part of what was going on, they were turning against him then. Yet King persevered, never wavering from his belief in nonviolent action for change. And his methods worked. In 1964, Congress was led by Republicans, and they finally passed the Civil Rights Bill, a bill delayed repeatedly and opposed and voraciously fought against by Democrats for decades. But the tide, in large part due to the efforts of Martin Luther King, had turned. U.S. law now sided with reason and right. After listening to Congress debate the bill, MLK was making his way through the throngs of admirers at Capitol Hill when a tall, lanky man stepped out of the crowd. Well, Malcolm, it's good to see you, said Martin Luther King. It's good to see you too, Martin, replied Malcolm X. Those were virtually all the two icons ever said to each other face to face in their only meeting in person ever. It has been said by many that Malcolm X was beginning to moderate his views and that he eventually appreciated King's approach much more than he had earlier in his life. But in February 1965, violence visited the man who proclaimed that violence was the only way. Malcolm X was assassinated. 
After leaving the Nation of Islam a year earlier, he and Nation founder Elijah Muhammad had been involved in a very public and nasty feud. It ended when three members of the Nation of Islam entered the ballroom where Malcolm X was speaking and riddled his body with bullets. Bizarrely, in 1993, Nation of Islam leader Louis Farrakhan seemed to admit to having something to do with the assassination. Yeah, I love Elijah Muhammad enough that if you attack him, I will kill you. Yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And I'm not a killer, but neither are you. But if somebody attack what you love, each one of you in here would become a killer instantaneously. Am I lying? Mother, let somebody look like they're attacking your child. Here's a woman who fought a bear because the bear snatched her baby. And she ran the bear down, screaming until the bear dropped her baby. Love cast out fear. We don't give a damn about no white man love when you attack what we love. And frankly, it ain't none of your business. What did you got to say about it? Did you teach Malcolm? Did you make Malcolm? Did you clean up Malcolm? Did you put Malcolm out before the world? Was Malcolm your traitor or was he ours? And if we dealt with him like a nation deals with a traitor, what the hell business is it of yours? Being the peacemaker he was, Martin Luther King said this after the shooting. Well, I think we uh, have to agree that uh, this appears to be uh, the result of an internal conflict within the black nationalist movement. So I think the first thing that needs to be done is for a conference of goodwill to take place between uh, black nationalist leaders. This was why I suggested a few days ago that the followers of the late Malcolm X and the followers of Elijah Muhammad uh, should sit down at the peace table together, so to speak, uh, and discuss this problem and try to reach some understanding. Uh, I don't think, uh, and I'm sure, uh, that uh, nothing can be accomplished by violence. Uh, It only leads to new and more complex social problems. I think it is unfortunate uh, for the black nationalist movement. I think it is unfortunate for the health of our nation. Even though the Civil Rights Bill was passed in 64, there remained a lot of work to do in order to realize King's dream. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. I have a dream that one day on the red hills of Georgia, the sons of former slaves and the sons of former slave owners Will they be able to sit down together at the table of brotherhood? I have a dream that one day that my four little children 
will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream today. I have a dream that one day every valley shall be exalted. Every hill and mountain shall be made low, the rough places will be made plain, and the crooked places will be made straight, and the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together. While he saw much progress during his lifetime, he was not able to fully realize the fulfillment of that dream. As MLK II was cut down by an assassin's bullet in April 1968 at the age of 39. ...wounded in Memphis, Tennessee this evening. That was exactly the same age that Malcolm X was when he was assassinated three years earlier. An old nemesis, the man who had okayed the FBI wiretapping of his activities, Robert F. Kennedy, made an announcement at a scheduled speech to a stunned and horrified crowd. I'm only going to talk to you just for a minute or so this evening because I have, I have some very sad news for all of you. And I think uh, sad news for all of our fellow citizens and people who love peace all over the world. And that is that Martin Luther King was shot and was killed tonight in Memphis. Martin Luther King dedicated his life to love and to justice between fellow human beings. He died in the cause of that effort. Much had transpired in the years since RFK made the decision to spy on Martin Luther King. There were, in fact, at least a few documented communists who had infiltrated his movement. But the irony of that moment has been all but erased by history. And along with it, the old perception of Democrats and the civil rights movement. King's widow, Coretta, spoke to 60 Minutes about her husband during her first Christmas without him. I think that if we are looking for another Martin Luther King, we won't find him. Because uh, he comes once in a century, uh, maybe once in a thousand years. Um, But there are many other persons now who will come forth, I believe, and assume leadership that they never assumed before because they feel that there is this need. Was MLK a once-in-a-thousand-year icon? Well, he certainly was complicated and definitely flawed, to be sure. But he did effect positive change. But what would Martin Luther King say of what had become of the civil rights movement in his absence? What would he say about Jesse Jackson or Al Sharpton? Have they carried on his legacy of judging a man not by skin color, but by the content of his character? Many would say the answer to that is decidedly no. How would Martin Luther King feel about Black Lives Matter, a movement that revolves specifically around skin color only? A movement that has ignored documented facts and caused and encouraged rioting, violence, and looting. MLK isn't here to answer these questions, but Americans must take an educated guess. Want more cereals? You can listen to every episode at glenbeck.com slash cereals. Next week... 
You'll learn about the history of education in America. Glenn Beck. This is the Glenn Beck Program. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com.